welcome to Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, I understand that finances can be confusing. Oftentimes, you're left to figure out how do these strategies work? You can feel like you're all alone, but you don't have to be because working together, we can have confidence for every financial decision you face. So we have been spending the month of June talking about tax planning strategies. Yes, it was kicked off because of the SECURE Act, which was passed two years ago, which they've already added new regulations on this year. And so we wanna talk about, okay, let's see what you did IRS. I see that you took away the stretch IRA, which would have allowed me to pass it to my children or my grandchildren or continued on where you would get slow pieces of your tax money and I could keep more for the family. Yeah, they took it away. But there's strategies that we can use instead of that. And that's what the month of June has been all about. Just trying to help individuals understand, hey, what can we do? So we've talked about Roth IRA conversions. We talked about that last week. Like, what is a Roth? What's an IRA? What's the benefit? What's not the benefit? And we're gonna spend some time today talking about that as well. Because for those of you who are on YouTube, I do have my computer here and the software to show you how we sit down with individuals, we put their numbers into the software and we're able to show them either yes, hey, based on these numbers, based upon all the information you gave me, because remember, we don't make decisions just based upon the numbers. We want to put in all the other factors with it. And when we put those numbers in, we can tell either yes, this appears to be a good idea or no, look at what the numbers are saying. The other thing that we wanna talk about, whether we get to all of it today or we have to move it for next month, is we wanna talk about life insurance. That is now a key wealth transfer strategy. But here's the deal. It's not about just a death benefit where we're gonna give it to our kids or our spouse tax-free, which is nice that it can be tax-free, but I'd like to talk about also how you can use it. We can use it while we're alive and then also have a tax-free death benefit at the end when we pass it to those we love. If we have time, and it'll probably be the month of July that we tackle this, we'll talk about charitable tax planning. We'll also be talking about the proper RMD planning. So these are topics that we bring to your attention because there are strategies that we can use. And we talked previously this month about the fact that many of you watching on our YouTube channel or that are listening through our various radio stations have uncommon income. And people say, no, I don't. Everybody has this income. Everybody makes 80,000. Everybody makes 150 or 200,000. But understand when you start getting up over 80,000, you're in the top 25% in this nation. When you get up over 150, now you're in the top 10%. When you start getting to a place where you are more than 90% of the rest of the nation, you need strategies that aren't just thrown around and like, hey, everybody's doing it. You need strategies that apply to you because of the tax consequences. Because the more that you make, the more of the tax burden that you carry. And we wanna make sure that the taxes on you are as low as possible so that you have the money that you need to live and give to be able to have the life that you've worked so hard for and pass that on to your children. So with that being said, we wanna walk through some of the questions that um, I wanted to talk about when it comes to a Roth conversion. 
I'm not gonna go through all the details. I encourage you to watch last week's program on our YouTube channel, the Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel. Of course, you can always subscribe so you never miss an episode. But in the last week, we went over what is an IRA, what is a Roth, how do you convert? Where I wanna focus today is as I wanna go over those remaining questions that you need to be asking yourself. Your financial advisor should be sitting down with you and before you pull that trigger and say, wait a minute, you know, I yes, I wanna put my IRA into my Roth and find a nice tax-free way to get this to the next generation, we've gotta ask the questions and I wanna show you some of the software we use because that's always fun. So with that being said, let's dive into it. The first few questions we've already covered, so I'm just gonna remind them and then move into the, the meat of today's program. And that is when, when you do a Roth conversion, we, there's a five year period where you can't touch that money. So one of the questions that we talked about last week is when will you need those funds? If you're thinking of doing a Roth conversion and you're sitting down talking to your advisor, if you don't have an advisor, you can be talking to me, 518-433-7181. And when we're sitting down, you wanna see how soon will you need to touch those funds? Hopefully your answer is, I won't need them for at least five years because that's you can't touch them. Otherwise, there's a penalty. Now, we also talked about last week, and I want to bring that to your attention as well. We talked about when will the taxes that you're going to have to pay in this conversion, when can you time it to be the least amount? So if you're at your hop, top high earning bracket right now? Is that the best time to do it? Do you see itself coming down? Or is there a little wiggle room between what you're making and before you get bumped into the next tax bracket? Working with your CPA and your financial advisor, you can find the amount that you can slowly begin a conversion stream. One of the things, just keep in mind, when you begin that conversion stream, you wanna be able to have your Roth set up and have a plan for it. Now, where will the money come from to pay the taxes? That's another question we, we covered. I wanna make sure it's at the forefront of your mind. Well, do you have some lazy money sitting around in the bank? And that's what I call money that isn't earning at least 3%. Hey, we gotta be keeping up with inflation. We need your money to be working as hard as you do. So no lazy money. So we want, or as at least minimal lazy money because we do want some emergency. But make sure you have enough cash on hand so that you can pay the taxes. The other question that we had talked about is what do you think your in income needs will be in retirement? And this is kind of where we stopped last week. We were a little rushed at the end, so I wanna just talk about this a little bit more. Many times when I'm meeting with an individual, they will say, Crystal, I can live on X amount of dollars. Let's pretend for round numbers, it's 100,000. Yep, that's what my, my mortgage will be paid off, my car will be paid off. This is what my lifestyle is. This is what I wanna live in in retirement. And that's all I need. So then what they do is they say, okay, well, here's how much I have. I have a million dollars. And then I have this money over here from social security and the money from pension, I'll be fine. And they don't factor in inflation. I want you to think about this year, if you this week went to the grocery store, is it the same amount that you paid for groceries at the beginning of this year? 
If it is, I would love to shop where you shop. But chances are it's probably not, right? Because inflation keeps eating away. Though you do know with economic reports, they've talked about how inflation should come down a little bit, should kind of start leveling out. I don't know if you've noticed it at the gas pumps. I was driving to work the other day and noticed that diesel fuel went down. I'm like, okay, note to self. So we might see a little reprieve there. Do I think inflation's going away forever? No. But if we go back and we look over a period of time. In fact, if I just jump and look at my software right now and I pull up the history of inflation, we can see there's been times, well, gee, that's going back a long ways. 1917, it was 17%, 18%. And then if I jump, 1942, it was 10%. 1947, it was at 14.4%. Ouch which is probably what we're at now, even though they're not saying it. Uh, in 1974, it was at 11%, 79, it was at 11, then 80 was at 13%, the next year it was at 10%. So you can see over the course of our lifetime, we've had really high periods, we've had low periods, but inflation, so inflation in some form or another, three to 5%, it's, it's here. Why is that important? Because if we don't factor that into the equation, we might say, I have enough. I ran the numbers to have 100,000 every year for the next 30 years, but you may have 100,000, but will it really pay what you need it to? And that's where I'm gonna go jump back to my calculator and say, okay, well, if I am looking at inflation and I look at the adjusted buying power of inflation, if it's at 5%, and this is what we briefly did last, last uh, program, we said, well, if this is what you said is for your income, your 100,000, when we look to see even, I don't know, let's say 10 years from now, well, 10 years from now, it's worth 61,000 is what it can buy. And if we look to say 20 years from now, well, it only has the buying power of 37,000. So let me put this in a different way. How much money do you need in order to continually have 100,000 that buys 100,000? You would need to be taking out of your IRA 20 years from now, actually, let me make it down to 10 years from now. So let's just say that 100,000 is what you said you needed to live on right? Because we're trying to calculate with taxes. That's why we want to do a Roth so that we don't have to worry about taxes. And then we want to think about inflation, make sure that there's enough income coming in. We want to look at that and make sure that you're properly positioned. 100,000, 10 years from now, you really need, would need to be withdrawing from your Roth 162,889. 20 years from now, you would need to be withdrawing from your IRA, your Roth, I should say, 265,000 just to be able to keep up with $100,000 of income. These are things that when you're doing your retirement planning, when you're doing wealth planning, you need to put those in proper perspective. And that's why when we look at the Roth, we wanna say, well, what are your income needs going to be? And what is the tax rates that you're going to be struggling with? What is out there? And some people, they believe that taxes I don't understand this, but they believe the taxes may actually go down. But if I'm looking at my screen right now, I can see that if we average out the tax rate, it's almost 57%. And yes, 
I'm looking at it and seeing there are times when our taxes were low, they were at 25%, but I also can see at times when they were at 94%, 91%, at 70%, at 50%, 73%. So we can't guarantee where taxes are going to go. And why is that important? Because when you're doing a Roth, it's really you saying, huh, I think taxes are going to be a problem they're going to be an issue for me and my children, my beneficiaries in the future. How do I help eliminate and pay the least amount of taxes possible for me? And how do I make sure my children pay the least amount of taxes? Because they're going to be alive longer, hopefully, than you are. So they have chances for all the other expenses and new tax laws that can come to pass. These are the things when you're considering a Roth, you have to test yourself because a financial planner can't guarantee, I can't guarantee whether taxes are gonna go up or down. Do I think personally they are? Yep. But I, I'm just looking at where our country is with debt. Where else can it go? So when we look at these questions, that can help you in deciding, do I wanna do a Roth? Do I need to position my assets in a tax-free environment? Now. Here's an area where people struggle. So they get through this and they say, okay, Crystal, I've got lazy money I can touch for the next five years. And I've got money, whether it's lazy money sitting in the bank or I've got money sitting in a joint account or an individual account, I can access it. I'm good to go on the Roth. Okay, Crystal, well, I can do it in small pieces over the next five years. I can start converting out of my, my IRA to a Roth or some other vehicle, but we're using the Roth example right now, to a Roth, okay, so I'm good with that. Uh, I'm not going to need uh, to worry about taxes. I'm either over 59 and a half and I'll have it pulled right out of the account or I have lazy money I can use for the taxes where um, I think the tax rate is going to go up. Now comes a question where they say, but I'm not sure. Do you think it's still really in my best interest? Well, I'm gonna once again, turn to my trusty dusty computer here, and I'm gonna pull up the Roth IRA conversion because when we're dealing with the Roth and we're asking those questions about should I convert my traditional IRA to a Roth since there's no more stretch IRA, the answer can depend on two things. First, whether your retirement tax rate will be higher or lower. And again, there's no guarantee. You've got to determine, I think it will either be higher or I think it will be lower. People say, oh, it will be lower because I'll need less money to live on. Well, I think we already addressed that and we showed that, wait a minute, you might think you only need 100,000, but in reality, in 20 years from now, you'll need 265,000 just to equal what 100,000 in buy purchasing power would be at a 5% interest rate. So we can see that. And the second question is, it's gonna cost you to convert. It will, you're gonna take money out of the account. It's gonna cost that money that was sitting there that was lazy money that you pay the taxes, could have been investing that. Or the money that you have taken out of the account directly because you're over 59 and a half and you don't have to pay a penalty. Yeah, that could have been sitting in there getting invested more. So there is a cost to it. So what we have to do is run a calculation. So what I'm gonna do is take a quick 60 second break, when we come back, I wanna show you the numbers. I wanna show you the comparison, which we sit down with our clients and are able to put the numbers in and say, okay, let's talk this through and see what is the best option for you. And we'll be back in just 60 seconds with more crystal clear finances.
We've all been stretched over the past two years, but did you know the IRS stated you can't stretch your IRA anymore? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Stretch IRAs could be used to transfer wealth to your children and your grandchildren, but not anymore. Now many of the IRA funds you leave must be used within 10 years unless you qualify. There are other ways we can stretch legacy to those we love. Learn more by contacting Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181. When Willie Sutton was asked why he robbed banks, he replied, well, because that's where the money is. This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When the IRS needs money, they apply taxes because they know where the taxable money is. Positioning your resources so they're not available to be taxed? Well, that can be a game changer for you and your family. Learn the investment tools that can help provide tax-free growth and distribution. Call Crystal Clear Finances at 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. Such a pleasure to be here with you. Thank you for joining me over the past 25 years as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can always have confidence for every financial decision. We've been spending the month of June being able to talk about strategies that can be applied in your situation. We've talked about the SECURE Act. We've said goodbye to the stretch IRA. We're aware of the new regulations and now we're coming up with solutions. One of the solutions that are out there, and again, this is not a specific recommendation. We would want to sit down one-on-one -on -one, or you need to be sitting down with whomever your financial advisor is. But we've talked about the fact that the Roth IRA can be a tool that can be used because it will take care of taxes now. Then when it's when at your passing, it will be passed to your children. And while they can't spread it out forever and ever, at least they're not locked in during that 10 year period of doing required minimum distributions every year. So if your son or daughter, when this is passed to them and they probably are in their peak earning years, inherits the Roth, it shouldn't upset the apple cart because they've all that you have already been proactive and you've paid the taxes on it. So we spent a lot of our program today asking ourselves questions that I sit down with my clients and ask them when they're thinking about a Roth conversion. And what I'm showing on my computer is a way that we go through this and say, is this the best situation for you? Now, I know those of you on our YouTube channel can see this, but I want to speak it out loud for those who are joining us via our radio towers. And so I have an individual here, and I'm going to say that this individual uh, we'll keep, they'll say it's 40 years old, their retirement age is 65, and we think that they're going to last till age 95, but feel free, you can live as long as you'd like to. And we're gonna say in this case that there is a $500,000 IRA, and they're trying to figure out, you know, if this IRA is growing at 5%, I'm in a 30% tax bracket, is this really worth it? to convert to an IRA, uh, to a Roth IRA. So let's go ahead and on the computer, it's showing me here, well, let's take a look at this. It shows me how much was in my IRA, what it could possibly grow to over the time period from age 45 to 65, or I said it was from 40 to 65. So it's had quite a bit of years to grow. And it shows that it could grow 
$2,810,813. And what it's literally showing as people are looking online, they're able to see that the account value and then how much had to be taken out, how much was lost in the fact of, all right, well, you paid taxes on it, but if we put the taxes back in and what that could have earned, plus the value of the account, it comes to 2.8. Well, what if we had the money in the Roth IRA that we put in there and the Roth IRA, we're not having to pull taxes out when it's at retirement. What would that equal? Well, that would equal 3.2 million. So bottom line, if you're looking at my screen, it says based on after-tax income, the Roth is better by 395,000. Now, there are buttons that I can push on this that deal with the tax rate, that go into the specific account values. That is something that I do with my clients. But what I wanted to bring to the radio program and to our YouTube program today was to let individuals know there are ways we can really begin to address these questions. We can look at the specifics of not only understanding how the Roth conversion works, but we can run the numbers. The last question that I would ask on this, and then I wanna just close by going over the benefits and summarizing on the Roth, is who will be the beneficiaries? See, a lot of times when we put money into a Roth, we do it because we have high earning children, right? They're earning good wages, they have good jobs, or we hope that they're going to have good jobs, right? Sometimes we don't know right away. Sometimes it takes them a little time to find their footing. But if we have children that we believe are going to have high income, then having a Roth allows us to be able to transfer that money to them without causing unnecessary taxes. Now, if they are in a situation where maybe they are lower earning, well, maybe then that's different that the money gets converted through them to them through a traditional IRA. Yes, they'll have to pay taxes, but if they're at a lower level on the taxes, then it's not as much. So again, those are the hard hard questions, the uncomfortable questions that a financial advisor wants to sit down and ask with you to say, hey, how's this going to affect the beneficiaries? And are there multiple beneficiaries? You know, we have cases where there are individuals that are saying, I have three children. One of them works for social services, you know, in different departments. I'm not listing the name of the organizations, but it's a very, uh, it's an outreach program. They're paid peanuts. They should be paid more. But these, this is what their income, and they find such gratification and fulfillment in what they're doing, working and helping with foster care, helping in the different areas. And, and while it's very hard emotionally because they're seeing families that have been split up and different things that they're going through, that's where those adults want to work. And so I have the parents and the parents are saying, listen, this is how much money they make. They could make so much more, but this is what they're called to. But then they can have other children who are attorneys and others that are high income earners. So you don't know, you look at all the equations in there and then decide what is best for you so you can have tax-free during retirement and what's best for your beneficiaries. And then we put the plan together. So with that being said, in the remaining time together, I just wanna go over the benefits of this because I do believe not, I, I don't know your specific situation, but it, I believe it's worth a conversation. This could be something that you can consider. You may find, no, this absolutely does not fit me. I'm planning on having an IRA of less than 500,000, 200,000, and I tend to use it all. I actually, I actually have a client 
Uh, he's probably, he's 62 now because he just could qualify for Social Security. And in his case, he said, Crystal, I am not leaving a penny to my beneficiaries. And every year he calls and says, what was my profit this year? How much did we grow? And we take all the growth out of the account and he goes and plays. It's his life. He's been retired since 52, so it's been almost 10 years now, and he's having a ball. Him and his wife, do they have children? Yep, they got two children, they have two grandchildren, but that's what his, that's what he's decided is right for him. Now I have others, I, I'm trying to get them to spend something. I think of one uh, client where she loves the uh, Disney World cruises, now maybe not because of COVID, but that's the only thing she, her kids can get her to spend money on because she's saving every nickel, wants to make sure it gets to her kids. So everybody's different. But as we walk through these uh, equations, these questions that we're asking ourselves, we need to find out what's right for you and if your goal is to leave anything to the children. So here's the benefit. We'll summarize with this before we close today. The benefits of a Roth conversion are the withdrawals are tax-free. That is important because when money's coming in, depending upon the amount of money that could come in from an IRA could impact your social security. Not take away, so I wanna relax, but what it could do is social security could be taxed up to 85% of your social security. Not an 85% tax, everybody breathe, we are not there, hopefully we never get there, but up to 85% of your social security can be taxed. And again, if we can have income coming in from a Roth that doesn't have any influence on that, then we don't have to worry about money coming in that triggers taxes in other places. Money coming in when we're having the withdrawals coming in. All right, so that means maybe you're not, if you're having that money come in after age 59 and a half, you've got the money coming in age 61, 62, now you hit age 63. We don't have to worry when Irma looks back and says, hey, wait a minute, what was your income in 63 and 64? Because we're going to put a surcharge on your Medicare. We don't have to worry about that. Or again, based on your situation, you may not have to worry about that. The other part, the uh, benefit is the required minimum distribution. Remember, when you have a Roth, the government doesn't get paid on it. They're not going to set up a required minimum distribution where you have to give them money. Nope. When you have set up the Roth, there is no required minimum distribution. Now that's also a benefit to your children when they inherit it, because of course, let me just close, uh, pause a moment for that. It may go to your spouse and then your spouse give it to the children. So, but whenever it gets into your children's hands, at least if it's a Roth, we're not having to worry about years one through nine from the time that they received it. Oh, you're gonna have to pay a required minimum distribution. You don't have to worry about how it's gonna impact their taxes. So no RMDs for our children years one through nine, though they will have to take it all by year 10. We don't have to worry about RMDs on your lifetime. And your spouse doesn't have to worry about RMDs. No required minimum distributions. They can do with it as they please. So Roths are, in my opinion, a better asset to even leave to a trust 
instead of an IRA. And that's a whole component that we didn't even get into. And I'm looking at the clock and there's no way in the remaining uh, minute and 30 seconds that I have that we can get into this. But understand, this stretch IRA even impacted trusts. And now we're getting to the place where I wonder, and this is something I would encourage you, talk to your financial advisor about, because I know I have an opinion. Is a trust necessary as far as for tax reasons? Now, it may be necessary because you want to control from the grave. You want to make sure that somebody uh, doesn't do a lawsuit and take the money. There's different reasons for trust. But if you were using the trust as a way, a vehicle, a wealth transfer vehicle to pass that money to the next generation, then maybe this might be the time to reconsider that and say, wait a minute, if that's the only reason that I'm doing it, this may not be the best vehicle to do it. There are other vehicles that can be used. A Roth, life insurance, great vehicles that we can use. So I'd encourage you to, to take time and talk to your advisor. Well, we are at the end of our time together. I had wanted to get into life insurance, but to get into life insurance and be able to go into the whole dynamics to help you see life insurance as something that is a living benefit, not just a death benefit. Yeah, we don't have time to do that today, but I do encourage you to join us next week and we'll make sure that we tackle that subject. I also want to strongly encourage you to give a call to your financial advisor. I know with the market going up, down, sideways, and all over, sometimes it's scary to talk about finances. But understand that also wealth can be created during times like this. Proper positioning, understanding how tax law works, having a strategist who can be a certified financial planner and come alongside you can make the difference in your retirement. We'd love to help you. Please feel free to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. And join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.